This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 422 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Horselovers.com and you, our auditors. Our first couple as a listener highlight with Nick and Aaron Hayes from Ontario, Canada. Plus, Helena has exciting news. And our Horselovers.com product review is the Gatsby 100% all-natural slow hay feeder. Listen in. Welcome to the Stable Scoop, with weekly shows delivered right to you. With Helena and Glenn the Geek, live from the Stable, it's every week. They bring you the news through hail or high water, while using their tails as their own fly swatters. Sit on down and laugh till your poop calls. It's time again for Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. <laughs> I bet you can't guess what Helena's news is. <laughs> Take two guesses. I can't, I can't, I'm so embarrassed right now. This is a major board fest. I can't even talk right now. Congratulations <laughs> to Helena. Thank you. What's yes. the exciting news? I, I couldn't. T- I was so dying to talk about it on the last episode we were together, but you you hadn't told the family yet, and we thought they should probably know before the listeners. So. We yes. Um, well, um, a while back, a while back, Buck asked me to marry him, okay. and I said yes. But we had absolutely no idea how, when, or what that, that was going to look Helena like. That means Helena had to get the prenup in order and the contingencies <laughs> all in place. <laughs> yeah, he had to jump through a couple of hoops first. Um, so we had been chatting about this sort of casually for quite a while now, about a year. And um, and then uh, so then we just decided over the summer we were going to do something in September, but all kinds of things just went haywire in September and we decided, all right, let's just let's just pick a day in October and make it happen. So we have scheduled October seventh, Friday, October seventh, to have a small ceremony at right downtown Newport, right in the center of everything in oh, really? Square. Yep. Oh good. It's just gonna be a couple family and that kind of thing. Just very small, just Buck and I, um, our kids, his daughter's uh husbands and uh, my friend, one of my friends, and Grace's best friend. That's it. So ten of us in total. Oh, cool! So are you are you going to buy a special dress and do all that, or is this casual? No, no I. You know, ugh, I we we just we did not want this to be about that at all. Yeah. So I did get a new dress. You've it's, already you've both done that already too. So we both yeah. done that already, and it's just so that is so anti us. It's just so not what we're about. That's not to say that there won't be. Um, some very traditional things that we'll incorporate into like our cocktails. ceremony. There'll be cocktails. There will be cocktails. Yeah, I knew I that. Did, <laughs> I did get a dress, but it's green. Or okay, blue, well, good. Or green blue, and um, 
I don't know, I'll probably carry some flowers and put some things in my hair. And um, we do have a wedding officiant who will do the ceremony for us um, outside. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. And the before we actually get married, so we're staying in a hotel in Newport. We'll stay there for the weekend. And we're going to go to the spa in the morning, you know, and have a little spa treatment and then go to the hotel and get dressed. And then I actually decided to have my hair and makeup done because I'm a girly girl. If I'm not doing all the other big fluffy wedding things, well, I might as well treat myself to a little luxury. So I'm having a professional makeup artist come and she's going to do my my makeup and my hair. And you you both have daughters too. So there's got to be some frilly frilly. There's got to be some frilly frill. Yeah. And it turns out that the woman who's coming to do my makeup is a horse horse girl. Oh, really? <laughs> the name of her company is Blush and Dirt Beauty. <laughs> perfect for you. It's exactly I can't what think I of said. anything better. I'm like, perfect. She goes, I can go from boots to high heels in 15 minutes. We need flat. to get her on the show. That she has some funny stories to tell, I bet. She's great. So I thought really just that would be a lot of fun. And she's a small uh, business owner in Newport. So we're just trying to keep the love within the community here. Terrific. Well, congratulate. I'm so excited. You know, this audience, we've been on the air for nine years plus now. Uh, this uh, this audience has gone through a lot with with us. Oh, <laughs> uh, please. You, yeah. you, your divorce, uh, yep. which they anybody that's been around a long time remembers all of that time. Oh, um, and then, you know, now when you met Buck, they went through that and now now getting married. And I, by the way, uh, for, for, for new listeners, this is perfect. Uh, Buck is per- they're perfect for each other. We are. Yeah. It's. I'll tell you, it is very scary to um, to commit to something like this again. Not to commit to the person. Yeah, well, That's you didn't so have easy. a very easy breakup and divorce either. It wasn't oh. like it was easy. No, it that was, was a not. hell show. Yeah. That was most definitely a yeah. hell show. And it continues to be hellacious on certain days. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so it's, but you know, I was married for a long time. I was with one person for 24 years. That's a really long time. So I take this kind of stuff very, very seriously. And, uh, you know, you're still, I'm still a little shell-shocked. I think um, for as long as I've been around and as much as I've experienced, I think I can be fairly naive when it comes to certain things. And um, I realized that over the course of the last six or seven years. And so I was just afraid of committing to something as that naive person, you know, Um, so it took a lot of really deep thinking, but honestly, there is zero question in my mind that Buck and I are perfect for each other, not just now, but for the long haul. He's we're we're besties. Hey, I absolutely any guy go- that can be with you for this long and still want to marry you, I'm gonna give him a high five. <laughs> you should give him a high five. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I would put my money, if I was a betting man, and I am sometimes, I would put my money on this marriage, b- making it, and you'll live happily ever after. Because I uh, hope I, so. I, you know, Jennifer and I have known you a long time through both marriages. Yep. You know, and uh, the other one never was quite, uh, quite the loving, caring thing that you have now. So. No, and it's, you know, that's not to say, I'm a very forgiving person, so even if you can be a total... You know, yeah, but you don't want to live your life like that either. Exactly. Uh, yeah, right. it, at some point, you have to say to yourself, am, "Am I happy? And what am I doing that's creating the unhappiness?" And yeah, what... that's not saying there wasn't something on both. There's always something on both sides. There's always something yeah. on both sides. Own your part and be yeah. willing to forgive. But um, at some point, you can own your part 
you know, uh, I'd be happy. <laughs> no, I mean, you can own your part and things are still wrong. Right. And you have to say, okay, yeah, it's the other person. Um, but so, so I think one of the things that Buck and I have promised to one another is that we will always, we, we promise to take a look at our part. You know, if something goes wrong between us, the first thing that we're going to do is say, I really trust this person. They're important to me. They're my best friend. If something's wrong, how am I contributing to that? And then either, you know, go ahead and fix that uh, or acknowledge it. And then if you're, if you're the person who's not creating a problem, be willing to forgive the other person. Cause you know, to understand that your, your husband or wife is not perfect and you have to be willing to, you kind of have to be flexible. You know, the other thing I always say to couples, to young couples, is take a trip together. If you cannot travel together, you will not make it. Absolutely. Uh, it seems to, and you did that. You went on it soon after you met him, actually. You you did a trip together, and you came back and said, wow, that was so much different than I was used to. Well, uh, because it, traveling that's really, together is that's hard. That's important that's a really, I'm so glad you brought that up because um, I had never really traveled before I met Buck. Like, I think I went to Florida once. I, I had been to Bermuda on my first honeymoon. That was it. And so he he suggested, we were barely going out a year, and he said, let's go to the Caribbean. Will you come to the Caribbean with me? And I said, sure. <laughs> you know, like, okay. But I was afraid to fly at the time. And I had no idea, like, I just... I didn't know what I was getting into. And not only did we spend a week in St. Kitts, which is way down there in, in the Caribbean, in the West Indies, we stayed in a cottage. We were not in a resort. We were not in a hotel. We had to go grocery shopping. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to do either. <laughs> it was, we were, we rented a car. Like we were completely isolated and we explored the island as if we were locals. And I never, he took such good care of me. Like I, I really trusted him. We had the best time. We were incredibly compatible. And there were a lot of, um, you know, when you do this sort of self-care travel, you know, there can be some bumps. And we there were just no bumps in between us. And we were like, oh, my God, we just survived, you know, 10 days in the Caribbean together. Okay, granted. <laughs> that's not, that's yeah, not really that the Caribbean. difficult. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that difficult. But think about it. Like, if you go away with somebody, you're right. And there's conflict. How? What's your regular life going to be like? Right, because that's supposed to be the happy time where it's carefree and you forget about everything. Uh, yeah. And then that was Jennifer and I's thing too. And you know, we got back from our vacation here, and I just said to her, "It we were ten days, you know, and in some of that cabins that were pretty rustic." Um, and I said, "You know, there's still nobody I'd rather travel with than you." I mean, we just, you know, after thirty years, we just travel so well together. It was one of the things I really liked about her. You guys are good. You're very compatible. Yeah, we just like the same things. And boy, that's so important. You know, they say, you know, opposites attract. Well, that's no. to a point. But boy, when you're traveling, you got to like doing the same things. Or somebody's always compromising. And that's no fun either. Um, uh, a lot of people are under that misconception that yeah. opposites attract. You, you don't. You, 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 you need to find somebody who's a lot like you because then you understand that person. Well, and it just makes it easier. <laughs> It's just going to be easier, you know? All the way around. Uh, yeah. So, so you and Jennifer had just um, 
Yeah, talked. we had a blast. We you were just came in, back from yeah, your big trip to the Colorado. West. Colorado. We we spent time in the Rocky Mountains. By the way, if you haven't been there yet, skip the island one one year and okay. go to the Rockies. You you especially. I know you're an outdoor girl. We hiked every day in some of the most beautiful uh, forests that you've ever seen. Oh, your pictures were stunning. Oh, uh, and the the views and just everything. The little town of Estes Park up there and at the Rocky Mountain National Park entrance is. Just just the cleanest town because it sits in a bowl. You come up over a hill and below you is this town that sits in a bowl and it's surrounded by the Rocky Mountains on all sides. It is just the coolest thing you've ever seen. And and we, we stayed in a cabin there and we had a great time. We went into the Rocky, we, we went to the National Park every day. We hiked every day. Jennifer, before that, got to go riding with a listener. We got to meet listeners at a meetup at the Colorado Horse Park. That was fun. We met Minnie Sarah, who, if you saw the picture, is really Minnie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she well, really everybody's is mini, mini to you, but she's super <laughs> she's mini. Super mini. But she is so nice, and her family was along, and we met several other listeners. Apparently, we missed a couple too that were there. We we uh, missed, but uh, we we just had a had a wonderful. I love the state. First of all, we went from ninety five degrees and one hundred percent humidity when we left to <laughs> you know uh, uh, reasonable temperatures, even thirties in the morning, but no humidity, and it was just beautiful there. Uh, they say fall's the time to go because the crowds aren't there, yep. and okay. uh, so September's a good time to go. And the leaves were turning. Now, their leaves turning is nothing like your leaves turning. Uh, okay. uh, they have the aspen trees. Yeah, and, I love those. Yeah, and they were bright yellow, and apparently it's only like three weeks. You get like three weeks, and the leaves are gone, and you're done. And okay. we hit it to the middle, so they were all bright yellow, but there's little clumps of them, so it's not like in the northeast where every tree is turning, because it's mostly evergreens. So it's it's a little different than there, but um, but it's still beautiful. We got uh, we went out with a guide who took us off roading in this uh, off roading vehicle that was interesting, and we he took us up to the top of what's called Lookout Mountain, where they have the oldest grove of aspen trees in all the park, and that was really really cool because uh, and I learned that aspen trees grow in one root system, so it's one mother tree who spreads out her roots, and then little trees pop up off of that, and that's why there you always find aspen trees in a clump is because oh, it's all one tree. It's all I had no yeah, idea. It's all one tree. So we got to see the mother who's hundreds of years old and and her forest around it. So that was very it just we learned a lot and we had a great time. I, I would go back there I would go back there. We're really having fun. The last couple of years, we've kind of been doing our national park tour. We went to uh, we went to Arizona, and we went to the Grand Canyon, and then to Sedona, and then this year up to the Rocky Mountains. And I think next year we're going to go to Wyoming and and uh, all through up there. So we're kind of on our our national park tour. Okay, but yeah, it was it was beautiful. The hiking there was. I see why people move there, you know, especially in the summer. I'm not sure about the winter, but I see why people move there yeah. for, for seven months of the year. What was your cabin like? Was it? Oh, it was rustic. Know, uh, barely. We did have a toilet and okay. <laughs> we had a, a shower that trickled water okay. um, and it was pretty small. Um, it did have a TV <laughs> that worked. Uh, but it was pretty small. If you wanted to eat, like they had a tiny kitchen, so we would we did cook the one night. If you wanted to eat, you had to eat on the bed because it was too cold to go outside. Your food would get cold. It was. Yeah, like, I saw that you had jackets on. I'm like, it's. It was in the 30s September. in the morning. It You're was, kidding? No, it was in the 30s in the morning. We had frost a couple of the nights. Were you surprised that it was that? No, cold? we had brought every winter coat. We had to. You know what we had to do? This is how much we don't have winter in Florida. We had to wash our winter stuff because it had dust on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so yeah, we brought every winter coat and winter thing we had along, and it was it was pretty chilly the whole time. Well, Even during the day, it got did up you in the fifties. Did you check the weather, or yeah. did someone tell you to? Back no, we up? had checked the weather. Um, and the altitude thing didn't bother us much. We we didn't really have a problem with that. Jennifer had a blast riding with Betty Fay. I was going to say she must have had. Oh, uh, she she was in heaven. That was her favorite part of the trip. Some but... of those trails were really high up, though. Did yeah. she did she have any freak straight out up, moments? Straight down, and this was a uh, uh, Missouri Foxtrotter that liked to walk fast. So yeah, her freak out moments were the bridges, the narrow wooden bridges. God, uh, and she had to get off to walk over those. The horse would have been fine, but. Oh, that makes me feel better. Like I'm not such a like no, scaredy she, cat. And of course, Betty Faye just went right over. But Jay, yeah. Jennifer's like, I'm out. I'm off. But then, then, then she had to get off and on a lot. So was, well, but so they had to cross a lot of bridges, huh? Yeah, and streams and rocks and boulders and just all kinds of stuff. That She's, stuff wouldn't bother me. It's the heights. It's the it's the up high because some of the photos that you shared, uh, you know, you, you're like, wow, that's pretty close, and there's no fence there. <laughs> there's no and that's how all there. the roads are. Um, so yeah. you're on these switchbacks. We had, that took a couple days to get used to the driving on the switchbacks. Yeah. That took us a couple days to get used to. That was different. Um, but yeah, so we had a great time. It was a lot of fun. Are you happy to be back in Florida now? Yes. We're happy to be back in Florida. Yep. Uh, except we got off the plane. It was 95 with hundred percent humidity, oh, like, just like when we left. So yeah. that part we really enjoyed about, about out there, but you get so dry out there. We're so used to humid weather that it's so dry there that your skin cracks instantly. And you know, you got to be used to putting suntan lotion on all the time because that sun really is really it's strong. Is it's still strong. Even it's, it's cold. wicked because it, you're, you're at, you're at a mile high. So yeah. the sun does, they say the sun is more wicked at, at those altitudes. And I, yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, plus there's not a lot of, you know, except in the forest, you know, when you're down Denver, where it's in the valley there, it's in the plains. It's, there's not a lot of tree cover, you know, you're out in the open. Yeah. Uh, whereas would in, you, would you go back now for a vacation? Oh yeah. I would as go a back to visitor? Estes Park, especially. It was huh. beautiful. It was beautiful. When we win the lottery, we're going to get a little condo there. Oh, okay. So you really like Oh, uh, we just love being that close to the park because it's 400 square miles. You could spend you know, years and not see that park. And plus we saw elk and deer and it was oh. rutting season. So they were bugling. Uh, they make this bugling sound. So it was very cool. It was very wow. Cool. So we had a great trip. It was a lot of fun. And I'm so excited to see pictures from your wedding. I'm so excited. Yeah. That'd be so cute. And we're, and we're very, both of us, Jennifer and I are very happy for you guys. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Now, do we have to get to you a gift? No. Okay, good. I'm just checking. No, you don't have to. Just be nice to me for like two or three episodes. Oh, damn. I'll, I'll send you something, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a big present, so I, I, I you know, that'd be easier, probably. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to dig deep for that one, Glad. I know. It's going to be so hard. It's asking a lot. <sighs> All right. Thank you for asking. (laughs) We are uh, sponsored today, of course, by horselovers.com. You can find all of their terrific products at horselovers.com. Right now, they're having a preseason closeout sale on blankets. That's right, a preseason closeout sale, which I think is kind of ironic. But you go there right now, and you're going to find Weatherbeater blankets on sale.
sale. I'm taking a look at the list here. A ton of different Weatherbeta blankets on sale. They're probably closeouts from last year. And they're marked way down. I'm seeing tremendous savings here. So hop on over to horselovers.com to look at that. They also have a sale on Carrots clothing right now. So two of our favorite companies, Weatherbeta and Carrots, you can find on sale right there. Winter is coming, you know, maybe not in some parts like here in Florida, but when we were in Denver, it was 30 degrees in the morning, and I could not believe the number of horses we saw in the mountains of the Rockies. There were tons of horses out there. They're never going to listen to our show because they have no internet or cell phone. But um, but they do need blankets, so you can find those uh, for your complete winter selection. If you're looking at, at what you're going to buy now, head over to horselovers.com for all of your blanket needs for the wintertime. And of course, Horse Lovers has been providing all the products that we review this year on the show. Now we're going to go, well, let's just cue the music for our listeners of the week. It is the year of the listener. And now our stable scoop listener of the week. Well, we're very excited today for our Listener of the Week to actually have Listeners of the Week. It's our first couple that we've had on here this year, and I'm happy to say that they're both auditors. They both pay to be part of the auditor group. (laughs) And you know, it doesn't usually work that way, guys. We have Nick and Aaron Hayes on here. With podcasts, usually the, the husband listens to their podcast, the wife listens to theirs, and they don't usually meet in the middle. So I'm very happy to have you both. Oh, we're happy to be auditors. We're happy to be listeners. You have a great show. Shows. Well, thank you so much. So you guys live in Ontario, Canada. So you're representing Canada, all of Canada right now. Yes. No pressure or anything like that. <laughs> but but no Aaron, Aaron's a, a Canadian-American. She's a dual citizen. So she's representing both countries. Yeah, there you go. Aaron, awesome. were you born in Canada or born in America? I was born in Canada. Um, my mom was a um, landed immigrant, and she's American. Um, lived in the States until she was almost uh, 35. Um, so we gained citizenship through her. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Very cool. So what, what kinds of things do you do in Bell River that are not horsey? See, Glenn, I switched it up a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> what's what not horsey uh, <laughs> like what's well, bell river known for exactly um well we're we're on the water we're a water community okay um, we're on lake st Clair, and we're near lake erie and then not too far from lake huron also um we're directly across from michigan and and detroit michigan to be exact oh gosh i think i've seen you from some from i don't know i think i was uh where was i I was eating at a restaurant looking out the window and yeah. my, my future so sister-in-law said, that's Canada. Yeah. <laughs> I was so, like, right there? Like I could swim to Canada? Oh yeah. yeah. Across the Detroit <laughs> river. Not far. Um, yeah. So we're, we're a huge boating community. Um, you know, I, I guess, I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know what <laughs> I know, heard? That's funny. When you said you're surrounded by all kinds of water and, and the fact that you're, you're close to a, a city, there's, there's a lot of stuff to do. Like you're not out in the, in the backwoods somewhere. No, oh no, we're, no, we're 15 minutes from the Detroit Windsor border. So okay. we're, we're, uh, we, we don't like to consider ourselves city people. We're on the outskirts, but yeah, we can drive into the city and, and we get the benefits of Windsor, Canada, and Detroit, Michigan. So we get double, 
you know, double the concerts, double the fun sort of deal. Everything's double around here. Now, See that tells you that tells you how dense I am. I think Canada, and all I think about is trees and and and, 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 and polar bears yeah, and moose. Yeah, and moose. <laughs> like, like, like all of Canada is Saskatchewan. That's right. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, all I heard in all of that was a thousand inches of snow a year. That's yeah. what I heard. Oh. Uh, no, we don't go to work on dog sleds. <laughs> You should. <laughs> you should. If I had to leave my, my property, my farm to go to work, I would ride my horse there. So we, yeah. we live at the southernmost tip of Canada. So it is extremely like it's, I mean, you guys would, you're from Florida, Glenn. I mean, Michigan's cold to you, but to Canadians, uh, Windsor, Ontario is warm. So. Oh, there you go. So you live in the Florida of Canada. Yes, we do. I was going to say that to you. <laughs> Well, and now I bet County you, our, I, I bet you, we we still have uh, more interesting big spiders and bugs than you guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, who was the horse person first? Actually, we blame our ten-year-old son. Uh, oh, because he became interested in it and started taking lessons, and I would go and sit and watch him. And like we all know, that passion inside me um, was sparking. And as I sat there, I just wanted to learn more. Um, so then I kind of um, convinced Nick um, that it's such a wonderful hobby and passion. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of the, um, the way it happened was first our son, Gage, um, started taking lessons for a few years. And then I started. And then we bought a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that happens. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And we really haven't looked back at all. No. Um, it's been awesome. So this is truly a family horse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I have to read the description of your horse that you, you wrote to Glenn because I love it. It's, it's so succinct and yet it really sums up everything that makes us fall in love with horses. You said, yes, we own one horse named Vermont, who is a 12-year-old Anglo mare. She is extremely intelligent, has a kind eye, gentle disposition, is well-trained, and keeps us on our toes. We all ride her in our family, and she takes care of all of us. That made my heart, like, swell. It just, yeah. it is She's such a, a She's you are so lucky. She's like the unicorn, you know, you think Anglo mare, you know, Arabian thoroughbred and everyone cringes, uh, but <laughs> you know, she, she is the sweetest little girl. And if Aaron gets on her, she's got one, you know, disposition. If I get on her, she has another. And then we put our 10 year old and our five year old on her and she turns into like a schooling pony. She just, uh, we're very, very lucky to have found that horse. Um, and uh yeah yeah that's well, very cool and I'm, i looked at her picture she's so cute too yeah, yeah she's, she's wicked yeah. cute but you know too um having a loving family um around her also will bring out the best in a horse you know oh absolutely yes. we so do have we have another horse i ride a different horse um you know vermont vermont i'm kind of on the on the fringe of the size for riding her so um, luckily our good friends, uh, the hunters at, at the barn where we ride, let me ride their, uh, thoroughbred Simon. So he's a 16, 121 year old retired thoroughbred and he's the same thing, just a big puppy dog. So, and I see on your Facebook page, there's somebody jumping too. Yeah. Gagey. <laughs> our little guy. Really? Is that him jumping? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's him jumping. Wow. And you have two kids? Yeah. Is the other one interested in uh, horses at all? He is. Um, he's five. And every time we put him on Vermont, she listens very well to him. And uh, he has no fear, though. So he just keeps saying, I want to gallop. I want to gallop. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it just makes me a little bit nervous. So we're just taking it slow with Rowan. Uh, <laughs> but I have a hackney pony that one would love. I oh, yeah. So. <laughs> He's got the same disposition as your hackney pony. Yes. <laughs> It'd be a perfect match. Yeah. Those yes. two. You know, I think that's what hackney ponies were made for, is children like that. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he is that kid, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new bumper. Uh, I need a that kid bumper now. Yeah. <laughs> so now, Nick, you're, you're, you like to jump, but Aaron likes dressage. Yeah, yeah. We're, I'm the adrenaline junkie. I, I uh, came out of drag racing. So uh. I gave up drag racing to uh, ride horses. So <laughs> I, I like that's to, our quote of the week right there. Yeah, man. that's right. There's our quote of the week. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, Aaron is super, super technical. Um, she's very disciplined, and she likes that side of it. So I, I'm the guy that'll jump on the horse and just gallop across the field and look like I'm about to fall off. And Aaron's the one that gets on the horse and just looks perfect. Now we know where uh, your younger son gets it from. Yeah, <laughs> and Vermont is kind of, uh, she can kind of do it all. So that's what we mean when she's, uh, Nick will get on her and she can, she can do what he asks. And then I get on her and I'm working on more flat work and dressage. And she also does that. She's very well trained. Um, so it's, it's great. She's very flexible. This is so cool. And I love <laughs> the fact that neither one of you were horsey to begin with. Uh, you know, we don't yeah, get that no. too often, do we, do we, uh, Helena? <laughs> you know, well, but no, what I was thinking is um, having sat for hours and hours and hours watching Grace's riding lessons when she was little and all the moms and dads who would sit along with me, you know, they were so interested and so fascinated by what was going on. And you can just feel that desire burning in them like they would really love to try this. And, you know, there's there's more than a few parents who kind of live vicariously through their kids. They want to ride, but yeah. for some reason they think they can't or they shouldn't so that, you know, they, they plop their kids into it. But I was always amused and enthused by this feeling like, like we should have a program for parents, you know, I, like a, a lesson program just for the parents who want to try it. Well, we used to say that we, as parents could get together and go take lessons as long as, you know, we'd have wine there. So we could do like a wine and ride type lesson for the moms. <laughs> Starting um, at 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I should drink some wine before I do my dressage test. That would probably help a lot. Yeah, it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Mimosas for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I can't find X anyway, so I might as well just yeah. drink a little. Right, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we all need to trust our horses more. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is very cool. I, you know, it's been, we have such a variety of listeners. And I don't know if you guys have been listening to all the listeners this year, but we, it's just all. I have other podcasters ask me, they talk about who your avatar is. And the word avatar, they mean who is your listener that represents, you know, 80% of your listeners. We don't have that. No, there's such a, I, I can't believe the variety in people, especially getting on that auditor page. Um, there's just, the variety is huge. Every discipline of riding, every, every type of person, every age, yeah. you know, we do need a lot of more men. 
Yeah, we're yeah. working on that. We got we're, more men coming on. I'm calling it the Glenn Army. That's know? right. I, well, it's pretty know, small right now. But we is. have more of a platoon than an army. But Once Buck becomes part of the family, he gets auditor privileges. So That's right. We, <laughs> we'll we'll get him in. in. He'll we'll, add a little testosterone to the Even group. if we have to get him married in, we'll do something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very cool, guys. And, and uh, thank you so much for listening. How did you find us in the first place? Uh, you know what? It was out of boredom. <laughs> I worked... <laughs> Well, I work really, really long night shifts uh, as a quality engineer here in the city. And, um, you know, you get sick of music. So I started listening to podcasts. And then, you know, you get a horse and I'm an info junkie. So I want info. I want to learn. So I started just I actually Googled it and I came and I found you guys. And I was very amazed with the amount of content that you have. Because I've never seen a podcast with so, or or like a group of podcasts with so much content and information. So five thousand episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, my lot. internet provider's getting sick of me because I keep downloading all the old ones and you know ten shows a night at work. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and you guys listen to Horses in the Morning and Scoop and Healthy Critters. I, I see here too. Well, I listen. To, I listen to almost every one of oh, them. Do but, you? Okay. You know, yeah. once you find a network of podcasts or or a host, a series that sort of fit, you 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 love them no matter what. They can talk about anything. The content can be, you know, can go all over the place. But it's well, there's there's the way it's delivered, Glenn. Yeah. You know, I think well, my, I'm the same way. My uh, I, I also race sailboats. I don't know if you knew that, Helena. So I, I I'm listening to that Newport show now too. Oh, there you go. Yay. Gosh, you guys have got to take a trip out here. Bring the kids. We've got a week to catch up. Sailing and riding. Oh, my gosh. Yes. We're going to be taking, Buck and I are going to be taking our first sailing lesson, hopefully very soon before the weather turns too cold. But oh, that's awesome. I, we're like, I'd be very interested to hear how you combine, how you find the time to well, be a family you know, the first man. The thing I thought of is ride. he picked the two most expensive sports there are. Well, no. See, if you do it right, you crew on other people's sailboats, ah. and it doesn't cost you anything. See, that's what I want to do: is crew on other people's sailboats. I got to learn how to not puke over the back first. That's all right. Yeah, Lena has this problem. Heard that <laughs> yeah, we were talking to people. We covered the boat show here in Newport this past week, and at the press conference, there was a couple who have a magazine called Catamaran Guru, and mm-hmm. they're from South Africa, and they now. They they run their business out of Miami. So we said, well, how did you do? You, they go back and forth between South Africa and Florida. He said, well, how do you how do you move your your boats back and forth? And they said, we sail them. Uh, and I'm looking really? at these people and I'm thinking, you sail by yourselves across the ocean like that. Wow. That would intimidate me I so could bad. Never do that. And I the woman across, was like, I sailed across Lake Huron, and that was enough. It's right. <laughs> yeah. And so. Imagine from South Africa to Florida. And then the woman said to me, she goes, you ride a 1,200-pound animal through the woods. <laughs> she goes, yeah. like, I don't know. I'll take the animal over the ocean. Right. Oh, me too. I'm with you on that one, Glenn. Ugh. The ocean's so unpredictable. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. what I think. Oh, and a thoroughbred mare isn't? <laughs> that's the similarities between riding horses and sailing. You know, you're trying to harness nature, and, you know, there's really no brake pedal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the, if I you fall know off, I am respect w- and understanding. If yes. I fall off, I'm within a mile of somebody else, not right. a thousand miles of somebody exactly. else. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no helicopter coming out to get me in the middle of the ocean during that hurricane. So, <laughs> no. um, but when you fall off your boat, 
It sure doesn't hurt as bad. <laughs> no, no, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, we got. We have to go into the rapid fire questions. Are you guys ready? Yes, we are. All right, Helena, take it away. All right, here we go. And whoever gets there first can answer. Actually, both of you. I want to hear from both of you, so we'll be yeah. quick. All right, what is your favorite food? My favorite food is pasta. And mine's chicken wings. <laughs> oh, put them together. That's perfect. Add a, add a few pairs and we're good to go. Yeah. What's your least favorite food? Okay. So Pasta. <laughs> really? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> Wait, Aaron, what did you say? You didn't say chicken wings, did you? Yes, I did. Okay, of course you did. <laughs> don't even funny. look at them. <laughs> you know, you guys didn't hear this, but before we got you on, we did the beginning of the show. We talked about how couples have to ha- not be opposites and have to have things that are that they... Well, uh-huh. You know what we end up eating is pasta, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got to give in. I was going to say, well, it depends on who cooks, unless you both yeah. do. Happy wife, happy life, uh-huh. right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your biggest equestrian or equine pet peeve? I think that mine would definitely just be the barn drama. Yeah, mine too. I hate barn <laughs> drama. Yeah. 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 I just want to focus on the riding, right? Right. We had a lot of teenagers at our barn, and we always so thought, we. <laughs> we always thought it was the teenagers that had all the barn drama until we really started looking at it, and it was the adults that were starting it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> yeah. The teenagers have enough drama in their everyday lives. Just being a teenager is dramatic enough. They, I promise you, they go to the barn just to relax. <laughs> it's, yeah. the, it's the 30, 40, 50-somethings that have... Right. Okay. We should start a reality show, Glenn. The Real Horsewives. Oh, there you go. Of Horse Radio Network. Oh, that'd be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what's the most terrifying thing either of you have ever done, and would you do it again? Well, I'll have to say the most terrifying thing I've ever done is propose to Aaron <laughs> in the middle of a drag strip in front of I don't know how many thousand people and a TV <laughs> camera stuck in my face. And, and of course, I do it again. <laughs> I don't, Aww. you know, I don't know if I'd go out there and do that again, but I'd propose again. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay, we want to hear Aaron's other side of that. Were you? Did, was it a surprise? Absolutely, I had no idea. And were you I'm mad a, at him for doing it in front of everybody? Uh, well, I know because I'm the introvert of our relationship. He's the extrovert. Um, I was in the stands watching and he kind of red lighted it. And I thought, what's going on? And, uh, per, you know, they stopped everything and a microphone came out. And, and uh, I was really shocked. They called me down to the track. And yeah. <laughs> now, now, did you have any doubt there, Nick? Because I always wonder about that. And, and the girl really has no choice but to say yes in that situation. Uh, well, I always wondered if you were had a little bit of hesitation about whether she was going to say yes or no. Well, we started dating when I was 19. And I think, when did we get engaged? We had been together a long time at okay. that point. So, All right. you know, she pretty much put up with me that long. She, she was, was stuck with you then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great story. I like that. Um, so, Aaron, would that count as your most terrifying thing? Uh, I think my most terrifying thing is to um, be interviewed for a radio um, segment. Oh, there's nobody listening. We don't, we don't have any listeners. That, don't worry about that. It's just us. But yes, I would definitely do it again. Okay, good. Right, we made it easy. Good. We might just hold you to that. We yeah. might just hold you to yeah. that. Okay. Sounds good. It was good. It was easy. Now, if you could have a superhero power bestowed upon you, what superhero power would you choose? 
I don't know if it's a superhero power, but you know, the power of healing, you know, it's just, I, I, I'm a big sucker for, for sick kids and, you know, I, I can't stand watching the little ones suffer. So if I could have any power there was, I'd want the healing power. Mm. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> you. How about you, Aaron? Um, well, I, I think to fly, I'd love to fly. And sometimes when you're riding horses, you know, you do feel that way. Sometimes it's the same type of, you know, you feel like you're flying, but I, I just think I would love to do that. Mm. Then you could fly Nick to the sick kids. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> now that's a team. There you go. <laughs> well, that's it for our rapid fire questions. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And again, thank you for listening and being auditors. We really appreciate you. You know, uh, at this point, I always ask, what do you like uh, uh, the best about becoming an auditor? You know, it's the community. I love the community. I, any question I have, I put on Facebook and I get an answer immediately. And, you know, the information, it's just it's such a great community. It is. Yeah, definitely. Well, we're happy to have you guys. You you are exactly the reason why the community is so great, is everyone who's so appreciative of it and so willing to be out there and participate. Well, thank you guys for doing what you do. Yeah, happy winter you. and all that snow. You can come see uh, us anytime. <laughs> I think we're going to come to Florida and visit. <laughs> Well, if you want to become an auditor here uh, of the Horse Radio Network, it's simple and it's easy to do. Just go to StableScoop.com and click on the auditor banner in the middle of the page. It'll take you to the Patreon site where you can sign up. It's all automated. It's very simple. You can do it for as little as a dollar a month. A lot of our auditors are paying up to $25 a month. And we have little premiums that you get along the way too, like hats and shirts or whatever. Uh, You can find all of that on our auditor page. Plus, most importantly, you get the blooper reels and you also get access to the Facebook page and the auditor community, which when I was talking to the auditors we were with over the weekend in Colorado, that was their favorite part. Like all of our auditors have said on the show here, they love being part of that community because it's so positive and upbeat and there's no trolls in there. So <laughs> it's true. Trolls. There yeah. really isn't. Trolls can't survive. That's right. And uh, they, they're not there anyway. I think if you're paying, you're usually not a troll. So that's that, you know, this is true. Trolls are cheap. (laughs) Trolls are cheap and free usually. So uh, check it out there. We'd love to have you become an auditor. And I I often forget to mention this, that 50% of the auditor's money goes to our full-time host like Helena. And she's been seeing that amount go up every month. And it certainly is appreciated. It's good to be an amount now. So (laughs) yeah. Yes, you have. You have seen it going up every month. I have. I'm teasing you. Yep. And uh, you know that, and it's actually a, an amount you could go out to dinner twice now with that amount. So it, it does help. Every little bit helps keep the network going and the host going. Uh, and now it's time for our Tack and Habit Product of the Week, brought to you by Horselovers.com. For this week's Tack and Habit segment, we have Lindsay Helmuth. Lindsay is sort of special to the Horse Radio Network family. Last year, she was the big winner in the Radiothon Grand Prize. Woo-hoo! So, yes, our listeners win. It's not a big joke. It happens for real. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> and evidence. they still love us afterwards. <laughs> uh, and, and it was but, a very excellent grand prize. Yeah, you did all right there, girl. <laughs> See, this is why she's back. Yeah, yeah I did. Thanks, Horse Radio Network. <laughs> 
<laughs> there this was a lot of stuff. It was a thousand dollars worth of stuff. It was it was a and you know what? We're working on a big prize for this year. So we're gonna be making Radiothon announcements here, Helena, very shortly. Um I'm back from vacation now, so I'm working full time on Radiothon. Can I just can I just say something? Yeah. I gotta stop you for a second. Yeah. I was like, why are we talking about Radiothon now? What what's Glenn is out of his mind. He's he's totally it's two drinking. months away. I know. I was like, he's drinking the retail Kool-Aid. This is ridiculous. And then I just looked up at the calendar on my computer. It's September 20th. Yeah, it's two months. It's literally two months away. Yeah, I got to get to work. Away. So, duh. I got me. a lot of work to do for Radiothon yet. So, yes, Lindsay, we wish you the best of luck again this year. Me too. <laughs> can't wait to see what you guys uh, have up your sleeves this year. Really looking forward to it. I can't wait to hear what she has to say about the product this week because... Yes. I'm in the market for one of these, and the picture that we're featuring on our website is purple, which, I don't know, seems to be my new favorite color. Uh, so I'm really interested to hear what she has to say about the product she reviewed, which is the Gatsby 100% all-natural slow hay feeder. Well, I did receive the purple, which is, I kind of have a few barn colors, but purple is one of them. Um, it is a lovely color. Um well, I do really like the hay feeder. It's very easy to load. Um, I had previously only had one of the old-fashioned kinds. Oh, you they just have, suck. You get tied up in yeah. trying to just yeah. get a few yes. flakes of hay. Yes. But this is so easy. It easily held like three and a half flakes if you really stuffed them in there, and then you could carry them without getting stabbed by the hay. So that was <laughs> super convenient. It uh, It's easy to anchor it to the wall in two places if your horse gets a little violently with it and it, it it flips i only have it anchored in one place it uh ties nicely around the uh, other hay rack that's already in his stall um i just wanted a way to give my horse more hay options in his stall because when i put them on the ground he just tramples all over them and then doesn't eat them so this was a good way for me to give him a few extra flakes to have in front of him so it has, so the holes are on both sides. It's not like once or, or is it? The holes are just on one side, which I actually think I prefer. Cause like I said, that way I could carry it really easily without being stabbed by the hay. Oh, okay. Okay. Got it. And it's a slow feeder. There are, so they're uh, slow. They're, they're smaller. Is that. Um, they, I guess they are kind of smaller. Um, my horse seems to think it's a lot of work. Well, good. That's the there. idea. So he always eats it last. <laughs> but yes, if you have a fatty, that's definitely what you want. More hay in front of him. So this, and I think in the winter he'll appreciate this more when he's in his stall for much longer during the day, and he's a little more bored. Right. Okay. And you know, I ha at first I was thinking like, um, if long ago I had a hay feeder that had the holes just on one side and my horse used to spin it around and around because it flips, you know, and, and I thought, well, that's kind of, I, I would want to anchor it down so that he didn't have to waste his time, you know, s trying to fight to get the hay. But when you have a fatty, that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> you know, And this one does have, um, it comes with one strap, but then the, on, and that connects on the top and closes it. But then there is also a D-ring at the bottom, so it would be really easy to anchor it to the wall some way so that it didn't flip over and over. Right, right. 
That's very cool. And I like the fact that it's bigger because, you know, and first of all, hay nets are a horse husband nightmare. Uh, <laughs> I, I just hate hay nets uh, with a passion. Jennifer knows that if I don't think anyone likes those kind <sighs> of hay nets. And, you know, you, you and then you can only if you're good, you can get a flake or two in before you get so frustrated. You just want to throw it out the window. So <laughs> I'm glad to hear that this one holds a little more. Yes, and um, I it has. I've taken it now to two horse shows, and it's been taken in the trailer a few times. So easy to put up and down in the trailer with its strap, and it's just got a little hook on it. Um, and it, I think we went two hours each way, and then he was tied to the trailer for a little bit, and there was still plenty left over for the ride home. Um, so having the slow feeder in that aspect definitely kept him more entertained for the longer day at the horse show. Well, I think I'm going to have to pick up at least two of these for, for my horses. And I can do that at horselovers.com. They retail for $35.99. And it looks like they come in one, two, three, four colors, which is always fun. Um, so I'm going to go get one of those, horselovers.com. Well, Helena, before we wrap, I have a news story here for you I thought you would find fascinating. Do you remember, and I never got to see it, I don't know if you did, the War Horse Play that was, go- that was in England. I have not seen it. And it was traveling around the United States for a long time, and we were hoping to get there, and we never did. I know a lot of our listeners saw it. Well, remember the one that was in England was the original one, and it was there for a long, many, many years. Well, the War Horse Puppet, Joey... Yeah, just sold at auction because they they've stopped doing the play now. They've sold a lot of the props from it for charity, and Warhorse Joey just sold for thirty five thousand pounds at a charity wow. auction. The life size horse puppet used in the play in the Na- National Theater production was sold on September thirteenth and reached the highest price of all of the props, obviously. And it goes to a charity called Handspring Trust. And the charity inspires creativity, commitment, and innovation towards new puppet theater arts. So it went for new puppet arts, which uh, which Joey was or, or a warhorse was kind of the one that introduced this kind of style with the big puppets. Yeah, and now they're looking at doing other things because it was so popular and so effective. Now uh, a fellow warhorse puppet, Topthorn, sold for eight eighty five hundred pounds, um, and Joey's foal. There's a story behind this. Joey, when he was a foal. They had Joey as a foal. Joey the foal sold sold for eight thousand pounds. And who bought Joey the foal uh, was Graham and Rose Ward, the owners of the Warhorse Valley Country Park, which was one of the settings for the story. So, and that park is now visited by about a thousand children a year, uh, and it's a charity for farms for city children, which gives young people from urban areas a, a chance to experience rural life. And not only that, now they're going to get to see the uh, warhorse foal puppet uh, at the farm as well. That's awesome. So there's so many cool things that have gone in, and uh, the total they raised selling all the different props went to sixty-eight thousand pounds. So I'm glad to see something good was done with yeah. all of the props from that very, very popular play. So it's a very cool story. I wonder who bought, doesn't say who bought Joey. I know, I was thinking. Yeah, I wonder was, who bought Joey. I, want, I would like to be that person. Have that in your where living room. Where would you put it? I was going to say, where would you put it? <laughs> you need a big living room because that was a full-size horse puppet. I'd build a whole nother story in my house, but I'd, <laughs> I'd make it look like a barn. You need a glass or, case. And kids, no, you're not allowed to play with that $35,000 yes. puppet. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can see Grace and her, her friends riding it and jumping up and down on it. <laughs> That's funny. So there's that story. Well, now you said, mentioned the Newport show and you guys are going like crazy now. It's we're getting there. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, the people in the community are really starting to, you know, it, it's New England. So everybody gives you the side eye before embracing you. But once they embrace you, you're like family. So we're starting to feel the love more and more. And and we're actually getting a lot of international listeners now because Newport is such an international. It's like it's like on the, the world radar as a destination. And, um, well, look actually, at Nick listens because he's a sailboater and you talk a lot about sailing because Newport's kind of a sailing town. We do. We talk about sailing. We talk about dining. We talk about, I, of course, I always squeeze in horses. So <laughs> I assume we have be more an than episode few... coming on a certain wedding that's happening in Newport. We have, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about our, we're going to be, actually, we're having um, our wedding dinner at a beautiful restaurant right on Newport Harbor, looking at all, well, the water and the yachts. It's called 41 North, which is gorgeous. So we're going to do a dine and dish every, not every episode, but the the different segments in there, we talk about shopping, we talk about dining, we talk about things to do. Uh, so we're going to dine and dish about 41 North. Very cool. And of course, you can find it at thatnewportshow.com or also on any, pretty much any podcast player. You're going to have it now, iTunes or any. I know it's on, I use Pocket Casts. It's on there because that's where I get it. And and it's going to be on any of the players that you have out there pretty much. Yep. It's on, it's pretty much everywhere. So it's pretty much everywhere. <laughs> that's cool. I'm glad. I'm glad for you guys. And you've gotten to do some cool things. You know, we have gotten some crazy cool things to do. Jay, uh, Dave Jackson does a show called School of Podcasting. He's kind of the god of podcasting. And he has a segment called Because of My Podcast. And it's things you've gotten to do beca- only because you've had a podcast. And you're getting into that territory now where you've gotten to do things that you would have never gotten to do if you hadn't had it. As we, uh, yes. We were on a houseboat. Uh, we went to a party on a houseboat <laughs> recently. Oh, was that part of that of- thing that you guys talk about? We talk about it. It is, I am such a fan. It's the Yacht Me app. I am such a fan. I can't even, um, if you listen to the most recent episode of that Newport show, we go into detail about how awesome it is. But at first I was definitely skeptical. No, I'm, I think this is a really good thing for horse people. I think it's a really good thing for horse people. And that's kind of the one where you meet, you go to a party with strangers and come out friends. You, it could be strangers or you can do, um, the ratio is you and if like, let's say you have a barn, right. And, uh, you want to do like an open house. Let's say, I think every barn, every barn owner should have an open house once a year or once every two years, um, just as a good PR slash marketing customer service thing. So let's say you want to have a barn party, 50% and you, you want to invite 50 people. Well, 25 of those people would be people that you know, or 25 to 30 people would be people you're, you're already friends with, your boarders, whatever. But then when you put it on the Yacht Me app, you open it up to other people who might be interested in horses or farm life or maybe their kids ride or something like that, but that you don't really know. And they say, oh, look at this barn party. That sounds really interesting. And then they put in a request to be invited to the party. And as the party host, you can accept or deny them. Um, based on their profile. And then if you accept them and they come to your party, it's a great way, A, to, to meet prospective new students or boarders or clients or to just make new friends. It's 
and everybody is so grateful to be there. Um, there really isn't a worry about folks being on their best behavior. It's, it's pretty cool. And it's not, for, and this is not a dating app. Yeah, you know, no. uh, which is what I'm sure everybody thinks of at first. No, it's it's a social networking app, but instead of you know networking online, you the technology is used to actually network in person. Like that's very you, cool. You get out from behind your desks and your computers and your phones, and you you start having real conversations with people, which is my favorite part about it. And how's it spelled? Funny? How's it spelled? Y o t y o t m e yacht. Okay. I got to look it up. Yeah. All right. Very good. Thank you, everybody. Of course, you can find all of our show notes at stablescoop.com. And the, you can find our app, the HRN app, on iOS or Android. Search for Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and it's super easy to use. And of course, uh, many thanks to our sponsors, horselovers.com and our auditors. Uh, be sure to visit all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. That's it, Helena. We're done. We're done. Well, there will be more next week. Until then, happy scooping. She's walking down the aisle. Oh, my God. This is the cheesy... I'm sorry. (laughs) It sounds so 1940s now, doesn't it? That music is so, it's embarrassing. <laughs> like, it makes my skin crawl. <laughs> I know a lot of you listening have used this music, but I, it's kind of seeming old now. <laughs> it really is seeming old. It, it's, it's, it's out. I think that the wedding march is out. I don't know what. There's not going to be any aisle way where I'm going. It's just a big park. <laughs> Do you have a we're song? Not even, we're not even, what? Do you have a song? Do you have a boombox? A boombox? No, there's not going to be any music. Okay. Really, all, right. all, right. all that there's going to be two cruise ships <laughs> moored in Narragansett Bay. Yeah, so be our, 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 our music. Maybe, maybe Buck will have them so they can play that on the cruise horn. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Well, sometimes there's sometimes they have buskers. You know what busking is? No. It's that street music where they use like um, like buckets and oh, cans and lids and stuff. Yeah, and they yeah. make some really cool music. I mean, that might be. You can hire one of those guys to come over and hang out. Yeah, and just throw a couple of bucks in their in their bucket. That's right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.